0: I'm Andrew Wilton.
1: No, you're not. I'm Andrew Wilton.
0: Yeah, you are. I'm Carol Lawless. And And this this is is 7 Questions questions Peterborough.
1: Hey, Carol. Today we're talking to Meg Murphy.
0: I'm excited for you to meet Meg. She's someone that I've known for a while and she's uh, effervescent. I think that's the best word I could use to describe her. And she's the uh, right now she's the chair of the United Way campaign and they've just reached uh, um, a, a monumental point in their, their campaign. And she's very excited to share some of that with us. And uh, oh, here comes Meg.
1: Here she comes. Let's go talk to her.
0: Welcome, Megan Murphy. We're so excited to have you here. Thanks, guys. It's nice to be in the Fireside studio. <laughs> it is. It is Fireside. Oh, oh, that's a good name it for the a studio.
1: Name, yeah. <laughs> we, should, we should add that. Why did we think of that? Think I'm you charging you every time you say it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, Megan, we want to ask you uh, seven questions today. And one of the... I know that you've got a big announcement today that just happened, mm-hmm. and maybe we could start off by you sharing that and telling us what you love about the work you do, both professionally and, and we know that you're really committed to uh, volunteering in the community, so fire away there. Today's big announcement was, drumroll,
2: was uh, for the United Way campaign we are at $1.2 million
0: towards our goal. Oh, amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, it is exciting. Yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations. And maybe just yeah. share with everybody what your role is with the United Way. I am the
2: chair of the campaign for this 2018 campaign year. So it's been a lot of work and it doesn't end until I think 2048 or something. <laughs> <laughs> or March, one, whichever comes first. Uh, so our goal is 1.85 million. I've gotten to know so many amazing people through working with the United Way. And I sort of knew what they did in a general sense. But getting to know the staff and the people they're helping and the agencies has been... Eye-opening and heart-filling and I'm really quite thrilled, but the work they're doing is really important and now I feel really great about um, Helping raise the money for it.
0: That's awesome Megan. Yeah, it's so important.
2: Yeah, it is really important Well, I
1: feel like I uh, almost every time I turn around uh, uh, With a social agency there's the United Way mm-hmm. logo is on it and you you mm-hmm. don't realize how how the uh, United Way um, helps our community in so many different ways yeah that uh, that everywhere that you go in Peterborough, there's there's support through United Way. Yeah. It's such an important campaign.
2: And I didn't know really either. Mm-hmm. I knew just sort of generally United Way, they're involved mm-hmm. in everything. But now when you see it and involved even in the stopping problems upstream and they're helping, they're consulting with the city on homelessness, they're doing really innovative programming around homelessness in town. And they're doing micro grants, which are neighborhood grants that right. anyone can apply for. hmm the, anything from, you know, community gardens to neighborhood barbecues. So people build community and get to know each other. And that kind of stuff I love. I love it. It makes a difference in a grassroots way.
1: sure does. Awesome.
0: Wow. So what about your other work?
2: Besides no. this? I know this is really time consuming.
0: It but is. It's like a full time yeah. job. Yeah. 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 I can imagine. Yeah.
2: My other work, well, I've had some crazy changes because I've worked in, I was actually thinking about this. I have not had a full time job in my entire life. I'm turning 40. I know you can't believe it. I can't believe it. I know, it's shocking. I'm turning 40 next month and I've not had a full time job. I don't like full time jobs. So I've that. always been in creative stuff. I've been, I'm doing acting and I'm doing more writing. I was just at the grocery store mm. and my article in Reader's Digest is out. Oh, wow. <laughs> right. So I nerdily bought a whole bunch so I could put them in everybody's yeah. stockings. That's, That's great. Um, but I quit my radio job recently. So oh, right. I had, uh, yeah, I'd worked in radio, morning radio for about 12 years. Mm-hmm. And I, a couple months ago, resigned. So it's a brave new world. Sleeping eight hours a day is wow. incredible. Yeah. This is what the world looks like with color. So yeah new adventures coming I don't know what yet but collaborating and creating amazing. That's
1: amazing. If I gave you a gift card from a local store, where would you hope it would be from?
2: Well it's so nice we just met I'm
1: <laughs> already getting a gift card
2: <laughs> uh, Well let's see now
1: for I need to know. Christmas
2: <laughs> For Christmas I do a lot of um, I like to give experiential gifts. Yeah. So I'm big into that and um so this year I've spent significant money with Showplace oh. and with the Theatre Guild and Market Hall right. and so I like to give tickets to things Theatre on King yeah. anything where people can go and do fun stuff and we can spend time together that's
1: fun for me it, it's it's just such a thriving artist community mm-hmm. in Peterborough and, and you hear everyone talk about th- this sort of gift and gem of Peterborough that it's it's this size but we have so much going on there's I mean, it's just a wealth of... You can be out every single night yeah. in Peterborough and see something totally different from, yeah. from symphony orchestras to alternative dance and drama. And yeah. It's just uh, amazing.
2: Yeah, I went to Peterborough Singers' Messiah on Monday night. Oh, I heard
0: it was amazing. Oh, it was
2: incredible. Yeah, I heard it's incredible! It's incredible. And it's five seconds from my house. Yeah. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah,
1: It is incredible.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We are going to take a moment away from the show and see what's happening over at Showplace.
0: Hi, I'm with uh, Teresa Foley at Showplace and Despite the fact it's an insanely busy time, Teresa's gonna give us a few minutes here. Teresa, if you could share, maybe Megan has suggested that Showplace is the place to come and to buy tickets. And if you still haven't gotten a gift yet for someone,
2: we have so many amazing shows coming up uh, in uh, really starting the end of December, going right through till next October. If you visit Showplace.org, you can see them all. Some of the ideas are the comic strippers; they're hilarious. No extreme nudity uh they're coming in april so it is an age 19 plus but it's so funny we have the bahamas coming uh again and that's a folk festival presentation and they're amazing so many shows upstairs in the main theater as well as downstairs in Nexicom studio you can buy your tickets online and you can print them right from your computer so you can still give them as gifts
0: that's awesome teresa thank you so much for taking time today
2: my pleasure merry christmas
0: merry christmas
1: Okay, hey, keep going here. Number three.
0: Number three, am I out?
1: That's me still.
0: Okay, Andrew.
1: When was a time you had a really good laugh?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I had an appointment today with my financial advisor.
1: And that was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, I usually have to cry. Yeah. One. <laughs> 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 it's one of those laugh
2: cribs. It's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> um, when is a good time? I, oh, I love laughing. I mean, it's just a cheesy thing to say, but I really do. Mm-hmm. Um... I think one of the best lessons my parents ever taught me was to not take myself so seriously mm-hmm. and that I remember my dad saying to me once when I was a kid and I was you know, getting teased by other kids at school and he said, if you laugh at yourself first, it's so much harder for anyone else to laugh at you because oh, wow. you're already doing it. Mm-hmm. So I think I spend most of my life laughing at myself (laughs) and I really actually enjoy when things go wrong for me now because it's so funny. Mm -hmm. It's so funny. We made a whole bit on air with Jay Sharp called Public Humiliations with Megan P. Murphy Mm -hmm. because there's so many of them. (laughs) It had a little theme song. I'm like, listen to what happened to me today. (laughs) (laughs) And so now I kind of rejoice when something goes wrong because it's such a good fodder for... That's like Mary
0: Tyler Moore, you oh, yeah. know, right? <laughs> yeah, Mary yeah. Tyler Moore yeah. really yeah. made an art out of, you know, messing yeah. up on her, yeah, yeah. and uh, she was so great the way she handled. I think what you said, yeah, what a great lesson to because, laugh at yourself, yeah. right, and not take it because we often do. We think this, I, I do. The sky is falling, right, right, right. Right, and uh,
2: well, I think like what's the worst that's gonna happen will be hilarious, and in life's too hard to be taken seriously. Mm-hmm. I actually was telling on Monday I had to do a talk for some high school students and you know fear stops us from doing a lot of things in our life and fear of failure, fear of looking stupid and really though when I was telling them that like I've gotten used to laughing at myself now and I sort of rejection is my thing now, it's funny, It's it gets to be <laughs> hilarious and I was telling them a story but last year I was at the airport and I was flying to Thunder Bay and my film was playing in Thunder Bay and I thought I'm always disorganized, and I'm always running behind But this time I was organized, I was on time, I'm there with my little carry-on, I'm so good, I've arrived, this is amazing. Then they call my name from the gate, I thought, oh, I've done something wrong, so I got up quickly to go over to the gate, and part of my pants stayed behind, (laughs) and I ripped the arse out of my pants, and so I was like, oh my god, and I walk with one hand over my bum cheek and pulling my suitcase, and I get my new pass, and as I turn around, sitting right there is Chris
0: Hadfield. Oh, oh you're kidding. Chris
2: Hadfield, it. the astronaut, is on the same plane. He's going to do a talk. And, so I have now mooned an astronaut. Yeah. So, I, so I asked him to get his picture taken with me. Because I'm like, well, you've seen enough of me now. And I thought, this has made a way better story. Like, I just mooned him. This is great.
0: It was a good story. So now you're, you're yeah. a happy yeah. you're yeah. Velcro in your back pocket. Yeah. It
1: does it when you need it to do it. And then I took, yeah, I had to take some
2: pictures of, uh, thank God I had my carry on, but I took some pictures of my jeans as I left them behind at the yeah. airport. Poor things, last trip.
0: <laughs> have you ever done that?
1: I've never ripped my pants set at at the airport, but I'm sure they've been ripped at some point in time. <laughs> Just can't think when. I encourage you to do it. It's yeah. very funny. I do it next time. <laughs> Carol, I think you're next.
0: I'm up. Okay. Well, you were talking about fear and fear, you know, stopping us from doing mm-hmm. things. Um, have you ever had stage fright? Because you are you you perform a lot, so
2: Yes. I have stage fright all the time oh really people like that I, I don't because I know I am I, I see a lot of things I am an actor and mm-hmm. every single time I am scared even right now I get nervous yeah. I get nervous all the time but there's something sort of thrilling about that for me I think there's something addictive of the courage of getting over that but every time I do improv I am awake the night before mm-hmm. all through the day I'm like why did I say yes to this we get yes. on stage, and Paul O'Sullivan, who uh, the late Paul O'Sullivan mm-hmm. was married to Linda Cash, mm-hmm. he used to say when we would improvise, just open your mouth and let God talk. Oh. And so you just shut your brain off and go, just ride this. And then as soon as the show's over, I'm like, well, that was easy. I love it. I can't wait to do it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So every time I'm scared, every time. But I think
0: that's part of the thrill and the challenge to keep growing is when you're scared, you're going the right way. Yeah, absolutely. They, they, I think they say, you know, confidence is not something you're born with. Mm-hmm. You you gain it every time you do you you do something. You overcome some yeah. fear, or you just say, "I'm gonna dive in. I'm gonna do it." Mm-hmm. And that's what builds confidence. So mm-hmm.
1: I have told my own children that any time in my life I've took taken a big risk that I was scared about yeah. that, I was, that, it paid off. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, so
0: because yeah, we're
1: both we're all in our, in our house adverse to risk yeah yeah but anytime we've done it we, we are glad to do it and think oh we should be doing this more I'm yeah not, my daughter right now is is in Ireland for two <gasps> years after finishing her first degree good I'm just for so thrilled her. that she went by herself yeah she found uh, found a place to live a job and is good having, for her and it's taking those risks of having that st- life is a series of stage frights maybe it
2: taught to- that is a great line. Yeah. Wow, right wow. that fireside right. lounge is wow. inspiring God, you. Cool that is my, my new
1: bumper sticker. It's
2: <laughs> your new memoir. <laughs> <laughs> it's one page long, because we're too scared to write it. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> OK, we're going to totally switch gears here. But um, mm. you're busy, so I'm sure that you you order out, mm-hmm. and if you were going to call for takeout tonight, where would you call?
2: Oh, where are we going, Carol? Where are <laughs> we going? <laughs> I live downtown now. I grew up in the West End, but I live downtown, and I love it. I love being a downtownie. So great. Um, but I like mom and pop shops, and I'm momentarily addicted to a couple places. One would be, it's now called Suvlaki Pit, I think, but it used to be Aces Submarine. Oh, yeah, down by the marina, marina Park. yeah yeah and it's been family-owned oh, for yeah. 150 yeah. years yeah. oh my god they have the best euros so I love there and right around the corner from me is Sophia's kitchen she's a new place at the corner of Park Hill and water yeah,
1: I've not okay. been in there I've seen it That's she's lovely by. too her
2: <laughs> kids moved here for school so she decided to move here and start a business nice. and I just love those stories yeah. and my favorite lunch place right now is um I didn't know it existed and I'm terrible because I think it's been here for three years but By the bridge on Water Street. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: I, I've not been there, but again, it's so I've been good. Yeah. It's so good. And
0: the the salads, they're so nice. And they're so the nice. The salads are
1: so great. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: So, any of those. Or mm, just like
0: Thai. Love that place. Tourist mm-hmm. Street. Okay. I'll, the, the, real Thai? Thai? the real Thai. The real Thai. Okay, right. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. we
1: go there for dinner sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, when we
0: went to Trent, where Sophia's kitchen is now, mm-hmm. was
1: the Shishkaba Shishkaba pot. Was it? Yeah,
0: it was and then and then it was another Greek place. Then it, I think I think it was the shish kebab hut when we were there, and then why am I thinking it was bagel schmeigel? It was bagel schmeigel oh, for a, a while. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But you could go. I think when it when it was the shish kebab hut. Yeah, you could go get Turkish coffee there, mm-hmm. and it was really delicious. Yeah. I'm so sophisticated. You are. I was. (laughs) In in the movie, in my mind,
1: I was. Absolutely.
0: When you're playing Annie Hall. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. We're just going to take some time away from the show and see what's cooking in Sophia's Kitchen.
0: So we're at Sophia's Kitchen at the corner of Water and Park Hill. And this is Megan Murphy's favorite place to come and either eat in. Or take away, and I'm here with Pat. Pat, I want you to tell me about this burger with the really special name
1: the Hail Mary. Um, the Hail Mary is a quad burger, quad cheese on a nice fresh Kaiser, topped with your choice of fresh toppings. It's a very popular burger, it's huge.
0: <laughs> and uh, what days of the week are you open, Pat?
1: We are open every day except Sunday from 11 a.m. to 9
0: p.m., six days a week. Six days a week. Yes. Okay, awesome. Well, it's great to meet you. The pleasure is mine. Thank you. Thank you, Pat. All the best, and we'll see you soon. Well, thank you. Merry Christmas to you. Thanks, Pat. You too. Thank you.
2: Talks lower. What advice nice. would you give
1: someone starting out in their career?
2: <laughs> in any career or yeah, a specific Just okay.
1: a person starting out in their career. And I, I kind of feel that in some ways you've sort of targeted a lot of these things already with yeah. your talk.
2: Yeah, I would say, I would say, befriend failure. Most of my life, most of the things that have happened in my life have happened because something else didn't work out. Mm-hmm. So Failure has become a really like I've, I'm a very successful failure. <laughs> That's what I have done. Yeah. I think when my li- like when I made my film, my life had fallen apart. My parents had died. I ended my engagement. It was my thirty fifth birthday. I moved back to Peterborough. I ordered a pizza and I rode the stair glide that we'd put into my mom's house yeah. to bed with oh grease my. dripping off my chin. And I thought, well, this is a low. Yeah. This is a new low. Yeah. And it was just after that that I found my dad's journal and I. Uh, about his cycling trip around Ireland and I ended up taking his journal and a bike and a film crew went back yeah. to Ireland and yeah. that that experience changed me personally but it changed my professional life yeah. and so I think becoming friends with let go of the expectations you would have about the direction your life is going to take and say yes and to whatever's going to come your way and be yeah. curious live yeah. with your curiosity
1: wow, I remember my dad advice.
2: When my dad came back to Peterborough as a lawyer um, and he, you know, just graduated law school and back in town and thinking like I'm top of the game, and then he realizes he knows nothing. Yeah. And he said, hat in hand, he went to Gord Farkison and John Corkery and these guys who've been entrenched in the system already, and said, "Please, sir, teach me everything." <laughs> and I think that is a great. Yeah.
0: Eyes open, curious, mm. and
2: learn.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it's. I think humility is something mm. that you. Another thing you kind of have to learn, yeah, how to be humble, mm-hmm. and it's. I don't think it's everybody has it in them, and I think it's a really important quality. Yeah, I admire that in people. Me too, and I think when you talk about being open, mm-hmm. it's sometimes you're surrendering to something that might be bigger than you that you don't know about. Yes, and yeah, that's a that's a tough thing to do sometimes too.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I totally agree, and again, back to fear is that. We're afraid of looking stupid. We're afraid of appearing like we don't know something. But in honesty, how great are people when they don't know and they just ask? Mm -hmm. Like even we were at, my niece went through cancer treatment and I remember being in a doctor's office and the doctor got a humongous book down at one point and looked stuff up. And I was so impressed with that. Mm. Thank you for looking that up. Thank you for knowing what you don't know yeah. mm-hmm. I trust that more than you yeah. trying to pretend you do mm-hmm. so so often in life we think and particularly when you're young and starting out you don't have all the experience that you got to fake it No, no you don't just act I tell out.
1: all the kids I teach we learn by all the mistakes we make yeah. don't be fearful of making those mistakes yeah or sharing the mistakes with the class yeah it's true because we all learn from those
2: it's sort of failing forward, yeah, I think. Failing so you forward. Fail forward. All these
1: bumper stickers. <laughs> that's what we you, should be doing. That's our she next. She
0: set the stage when she said it's the fireside lounge. All this stuff is just yeah. coming out of us. We're waxing yeah. poetic like crazy. Let's,
1: <laughs> let's hear what our what will wax for number seven. Oh, wax on. Here we go.
0: Karate. <laughs> so you've said so many things that you love about Peterborough, mm-hmm. but what would you say really is it about Peterborough that you just you want to be here?
2: I was thinking about this there are okay here wait I'm gonna come up with a bumper sticker for you yeah. here you go here's the bumper sticker <laughs> um, I would say it's the it's the four P's I hope this works people my past the present and the promise
0: huh.
2: so it's the people because uh, are your folks around? Yeah. And are, do you, are your folks living there?
1: My i not, but I grew up in Toronto, oh, so i I'm was import. Yeah, <laughs> you're a newbie forever. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I felt like when my parents died, and maybe you can uh, attest to this, but I felt like my history had been taken away. Like suddenly I'd been dropped off on this planet and I had no idea sort of how I got here or everything looked strange, like I'd made up my parents, like I'd made up my history. And when I came back to Peterborough, it was it grounded me again in that of a reminder of like that did exist. Yeah. You mm-hmm. do have those those corners, those things did happen in your life. And then there were people mirroring me back to myself yeah. in Peterborough. And this place rallied around my sisters and I and it became less lonely. And so I feel profoundly like not like I need to give back, I feel a great sense of kinship with Peterborough for raising me, takes mm. a village. Mm. And then I would say the past because of that, the present, I love this place right now. I think we have a lot of important decisions to make about uh, where we're going and I am frightened a little bit of where we're going. Um, I would like us to hold, I, I want to move forward but I want to hang on to the best of what we're doing. Mm. Um, I don't want to move so fast that we lose the good stuff uh, in our attempts to keep up and the promise of what I think we could be. I think that this is a microcosm for a lot of great, for big cities anyway, but we have a lot of greatness here, and if we can really, I think we could be uh, one of the best places, I think we already are, but I think we could be one of the best places in Canada to live, Mm -hmm. I think.
0: Megan Murphy,
1: (laughs) how are we gonna put that on a bumper sticker? (laughs) How do, like do you, how do you put it. all seven questions on? It's going to be a big bumper sticker. It's on the side of a bus. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's really, um, that's awesome. Yeah. What a great, what a great way for us to think of it. I'm going to be thinking about the four Ps now. We're yeah, the four Ps. The yeah. four Ps, yeah. it's like a song in my head. And, but, um. Thanks
1: yeah, so much yeah. for joining us. Thank you
2: guys. Yeah, it's a lot of fun.
1: Thanks for being part of the people that make Peter Murphy. Hey Murphy. All right. <laughs> Hey Carol, wasn't that so much fun getting to know Meg? She has such a great laugh that that just fills the room. And she's inspired me to make bumper stickers for my car. And so that'll be our next uh, thing that we do together.
0: Make bumper stickers. I can't wait. (laughs) But it was great meeting Meg again and hearing some of the things that she's passionate about and her community. And I just loved how she talked about how when her parents died, The community really embraced her and her sisters and she feels a real kinship for Peterborough. That's really lovely.
1: It sure is. And to our listeners out there, if you are checking us out through a podcast, you can go and check out our website at sevenquestions.ptbopodcasters.ca. and on that website you'll find some more information about this interview and all the other interviews we've done. And if you're checking us out through... The website, please download our podcast through iTunes or any of your podcast providers.
0: Thanks for joining us.